Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerdtonal Network. I'm your host, the experience of some called Jason, and with me today is... The Godfather, CDO113, the droid you're looking for. And the token, unbelievable investigator, Tarky. And today we're going to talk about uh, rumors of a DC Comics buyout. By uh, absolute, complete randos. Quite possibly. Well, I don't know. Do you still count as randos if you got that kind of money? No. Yes. Because you're not another company. You're not another company, but the the two head folks that I've read that were kind of in the front running of both names, so. And all companies are randos with money that get together up to a certain point. But anyway, this was an article dropped on bleedingcool.com, uh, which kind of makes, and from my understanding, Bleeding Cool is kind of hit or miss, but you know. But uh, let's see, I'll summarize the article, but uh, basically the DC's been having a lot of staff cuts and so forth. Uh, AT&T bought out Warner Brothers, and, who, and Warner Brothers owns DC, of course. And basically, they've had a rough year, so AT&T is starting to cut thing, anything that's not making money. Uh, DC moved from their offices in New York, which were, I'm sure, fairly expensive, uh, over to uh, Burbank in California, which is freakishly expensive from what I hear. And then those offices have basically said empty this past year because of, you know, pandemic. Yeah, they say that uh, the Burbank offices actually like a DC museum. They say they needed shit, you know, for, you know, tours and all that kind of stuff, but the beer virus kind of put the kibosh on all that. Mm -hmm. Now, all the cuts they've done have made the the comics division more profitable per book. But they're also doing a lot less books now because they've cut the editorial staff. Yeah. And, you know, the prices ain't cheap on the books either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they've cut a bunch of the staff because a lot of the writers and artists are working from home, it has cut some of their operating overhead also. Ah, no, that it wouldn't have because they still have to pay rent on all of, all that building space that they're now yeah. just not using. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they still have to pay the rent. But they can write that off as a loss due to whatever... Not it does not make that, up the entire it, amount, though. That just helps. Yeah, yeah. Instead of having 20 of this particular uh, job on staff, they technically only have to have, what, five or one per book. And if they need extra, they can always outsource it. But uh... Now, one big part I like, I like so much about this is that there are reports that DC Comics is planning to reduce print publication, increase digital, and license comic book publication to other publishers. On that list, Marvel, IDW, and Dynamite have all approached DC, but the prices cited were too high. Like, what price does Marvel get that's too high to have a monopoly? Or, you know, for all intents and purposes, a monopoly. Yeah, but the trick is, you always, you always have to look at Disney ain't shitting and flying itself. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah now you give it 
a couple of years ago, yeah, Disney could literally just throw wads of cash at them. But you know, but probably they, even then, Disney probably wouldn't have bothered because this wouldn't be giving them the movie rights, which is where they make the real money. Yeah, that that's the thing. You know, they're just talking about you know doing the out comics. the comics. Yeah, and Warner keeping all the TV and movie rights to all the characters to do what they want with. And that's where the money is right now because you can see Marvel being shitty enough to to get the comic rights and, and put it all out of print. Just so they would have shit to do the movies on. Yeah. Yeah, that I could I could see they, they did that with X-Men. They did that with X-Men and Fantastic Four. Hell, they they nixed the hell out of them while Fox had the rights because they were like, hell, we can pay for this. Why are we hyping that shit? Nix them. Inhumans it is. Yep. Uh, now, the article says uh, Penguin Random House uh, may have been willing to pay it. Though, looking at the rumors behind that, it looks like they may be going to publish the trades. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which may include original trades I don't know, that aren't just collections of previously published books. Uh, some of those may aim at younger viewers or readers. The interesting th thing there is, with Random House doing it, you could potentially have, like, a little trade section in every Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, anywhere where they put their books in, some of that space could be given over to trades. Which would be a, uh... Well, that'd be an interesting experiment to see how that would how that would go over. Yeah. Because you do I have people that'll buy trades that won't touch a regular issue. Yeah. The, the problem, I think, that you're going to have with all that, and it's the elephant in the room, is the quality of the product. Yeah. Yeah, they could put that crap in a trade. Who the hell, who in the hell's buying it? Nobody. That's, that's the main problem. People don't read it. They basically, if you, the old fans, they have not generated a whole hell of a lot of new ones. So it's just there. Nobody wants to read it. And that's the elephant in the room. If if the books were popping, they'd be making money. The books ain't popping. Well, I mean, that's... But that's where the whole sales per title are up thing comes into play. Is like, well, they are seeing an uptick on individual titles. I don't know how big, but... Apparently and... not enough to get their head above water. One of the... One of the uh... A uh, person's comment I saw on this online is okay. Yeah, they're seeing seeing an uptick, but like, say your one of your favorite characters had a title and they canceled them, and the only place you can see that character now is in one of the remaining titles that they have. You're most likely going to pick up that title just to see what your favorite character is doing. It's not that you originally wanted to buy that book because it wasn't no, one that I you mean... had in your list, but hey, it's got your favorite character in it, so. You see an uptick. I don't buy the Sonic comic because Mega Man made an appearance. Yeah, but the trick is if you if you like Batman and Bruce Wayne's in Dark Detective and not Batman right now, you go buy Dark Detective because that's where your Batman is. Yeah, that, that's what is I'm he talking he about. Main like character or is he a side character? What are you talking about? Bruce Wayne? No, Dark Detective is Bruce Wayne. The, the future state thing right now, you got the next Batman, which is Tim Fox, and then you got Bruce Wayne in a book called The Dark Detective. Yeah, as long as he's the main character, then yeah, that's that. Then that's the Batman book. It's just given a different title. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're... I think he's yeah. maybe saying more. You had 15 Batman titles. No, no, Todd. What I was saying was with Danny's talk of a character in someone else's book. I don't read someone else's book for my favorite character being a side character in it for a few issues. I just won't do that. So if, if you were a Nightwing like, fan, you want Nightwing book, you like want Nightwing in Batman. If I'm already reading Batman and see Nightwing, that's nice. But I'm not going to go out of my way to grab three issues of a Batman story because I know Nightwing is in those three issues. Because, like, I don't... If I don't want to read the Batman story, having something I like tucked into it isn't going to have me buy it. Hmm. If I don't already like the story that's there. And that's where you go have a difference in generation because pretty sure the three of us have all bought some damn Batman book because somebody we liked was in it. Yeah, I've got an Aquaman book just because the Golden Age Flash and Green Lantern man. The yeah, trick is, that sort of uptick isn't going to last. Yeah, it, that's it a would temporary... Be, okay, if, is not, you know, making Nightwing a regular supporting character in the Batman book. You know, would that draw in the Nightwing fans if he doesn't have his own book kind of thing? Uh, and in truth, that's, with Future State, that's kind of what they've done because all of them in that old Batman family, Superman family style, where it's... Batman, Teen Titans, and somebody in one in one chunky book. Yeah. So that's just like I've been tempted to read the Wonder Woman, not because I give a damn about Diana or the new one. I want to see Nubia. So mm-hmm. I pick it up because Nubia's in it. Of course, that is them having backup stories. Which is a little different than just being the side character in the in somebody else's story. That's them having their own story. Yeah, yeah, it would still it would still push up your book. Oh yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying there. Well, yeah, now, like, one yeah, possibility the story, too the story is, is multiple, if you cut sorry. if you cut down on the number of books, maybe you're not spreading yourself as thin. Maybe the quality will go up. You know, one can hope. Crossing your fingers that you fired all the bad writers. But, and that's and that's that's kind of. And like that goes back to what I was saying originally. It's the problem is the quality because just like this last, this last crossover that they had, one of the promises was we're not going to be as dark, you know, we're not going to be as dark after this. And then Future State comes out. Future State dark as hell. It's it's they they've kind of gone Snyderverse with the grim dark. Because mm-hmm. them books is dark. Uh, you have that going right now. You got kind of the let's put an unfamiliar character in a known title, and but we don't go all out with it because we don't want to lose everybody. So we kind of move shit around. It's 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 kind of the quality of the stuff is. So shit. if a group of fans took over, how do you think that would affect the quality? <sighs> If if they took over and basically went, this ain't the shit we grew up with, it would probably improve the quality greatly because at the very least, you might get some of the folks that said the hell with this shit back. Yeah. Cause that's that's the that's the thing from a business standpoint right now, is here's your choices. You can keep chasing people that ain't showing up. You can chase the people that you ran off, 
that had these properties lasting 60, 70, 80 damn years. You know, it, it's literally a bird in the hand or two in the bush. You might be able to win some of them back, maybe, if it was a return to the things they like. One of the things is like after Future State, uh, what was that? That Dark dark Nights, Dark Metal, whatever that last big crossover was, the thing after Future State is supposed to be the return to the pre-New 52 universe. Yeah, the Infinity Frontier. Yeah, Infinity Frontier is supposed to be going back to the back when DC was popping. Now, the trick is, have you got the writers to make it pop, or will it just be, all right, we're in the universe that you that everybody said you like, but the shit still feels like New 52 or Rebirth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's literally one of those kind of things where they've done the experiment of going, what well, the hell with the fans we got, let's chase the fans we want, and the fans we want don't want you. So right now you're in a limbo. You might be able to get the old ones back. Maybe. Because the new ones ain't coming. Yeah. You know, in truth, and we talked about this one time before, they kind of they kind of cut the throat of the thing that makes new fans. And one thing that makes new fans is old fans. Yeah. Because, like, with people of my, my age and Todd's age, I don't have kids, but if I had kids, they would have, you know, grown up around me going, oh, hey, you know, this character's this, this you know, because my wife Jennifer has heard me, you know, go on on a rant about characters, and then we see them in a movie or a TV show, and I'll, I'll hit pause and I'll be like, that's not how they are in the books. In the books, it's such and such, so-and-so, blah, 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 you know, and she just sits there and looks at me like, okay, yeah, you done? All right, hit play. But, you know, if you have kids, it's like, okay. I enjoyed this. I want you to, you know, one day you're going to inherit this. I want you to enjoy it too. So here's the lowdown. And it, usually you have at least one of your kids that goes, you know what? I like that too. You know, and they, you know, jump in on the bandwagon with you. And so they're invested. And it's like they took that level of the fans and just threw them out. It's like, Hey, we don't need you. We want this guy over here who's never read a comic book or this girl over here who's never read a comic book. We want them to come over here and join our, you know, our club. Mm -hmm. And but certainly you should pursue those people, but not at the expense of the people that are currently handing you money. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if, if, if I've got five people already, you know, invested in my, you know, books, I'm keeping those five. It's now, the customers you got versus the customers you want. Mm -hmm. It's the problem. They chase the customers they want at the expense of the customers they had. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and you don't do that. Yeah, you don't. Do, if I can get five new customers, I want five new customers, but I want to keep the customers I've got because they've been loyal. You know, it it's the same situation that uh, Disney did with Star Wars. You know, they they basically threw the baby out with the bathwater and was like, "We're gonna get clean bathwater. That's nice." But you you know, the baby that was keeping all you know keeping yeah. you in, in cash. You done tried to get rid of them. Now, the folks in The Mandalorian seem to be working pretty hard to fix that. But... Yeah. Yeah, the, the newer stuff that, you know, you got like, oh, no, no. And the hell, I, you know, I'm not a fan of the universe, but hell, give give Warner Brothers credit. They caught, and they caught a fair amount of hell for it. When you had people go, by God, I want to see the Snyder Cut of Justice League, which, you know, for me, sitting there going, why the hell would you want to see this shit? But, but Warner Brothers said, hey, Give, they want it, give it to them. 
And then they caught hell from people. There are articles out there that went, well, it, it, Cowtown is toxic fans because starting it around 2015, listening to your customer became a negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that goes against every, every business class I ever attended. That goes against it. It's like, you know, that became a negative. And then now you sit back and go, well, why ain't we making money? Well, that's why. The beer virus really just sped up yeah. what was happening anyway. Yeah. Mm. What would have took 10 years only took, what, a year and a half? Yeah. It, they, you know, they lasted about six months, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, sweet Jesus, what in the hell happened? Well, you ran off the dependability. One it, thing I think you've got a division in in the company, I think you've got a division between the people that are actually wanting to run it like a business and the people that are just want to use it as their soapbox. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think those are the people that are so so virulently against the fans because the fans don't like their message, mm-hmm. or at least aren't willing to pay you five dollars a book for it. Yeah, and and, and the book suffers, mm-hmm. the properties suffer. Yeah, it. I think one of the analogies that I saw was it's like someone takes you and cuts like an inch cut on you that you know it bleeds. Or they can take and cut like a six inch cut on you and you really bleed. Either way, you're hemorrhaging and you need to stop the bleeding. And it's like for some reason in the past couple of years, they're like, eh, it'll be fine. No. Just another nick and another nick and another nick. Yeah. And pretty soon, you know, the person is barely able to move and it's like, well, well how did this happen? Well, gee, if you had fixed where you're hemorrhaging money to begin with, but you, you didn't, know, so now it's death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. And that's what they've done to themselves and you know, over the years. They need the video that we had that I had to watch at the hospital. Just give them the pickle. And it was a thing about it was a it was a you know, film class basically of going when you have a customer, a loyal customer, if they want something, just give it to them because they're your loyal customer. You don't yeah. lose a customer. Over pickle, just give them. That was that was the dude's thing. It was like just give them the damn pickle. Yep. Instead, they went to hell with you. And why in the hell would you eat a pickle? And if you want pickles around here, well, you can just. I'll be kind if you just don't buy my product. Okay. Well, you know, back- it's comic books. It ain't air. It ain't food. It ain't shelter. You can't. It's entertainment. And any given time, people can go. Eh, fuck it. I go do something else. Yeah. And. That's that's one of the things that the the a lot of the entertainment things haven't figured out. Like with Todd and I, we know what our hobbies are. We, you know, we we're dying the wool. You know, comic book nerds, or we like this style of movie. They're trying to catch the folks that haven't done that yet, but they're kicking us out, and they're not thinking about the fact that you know most guys or women at a certain age have a you know steady income, a certain amount of disposable income that, you know, for 20, 30 years, they've been putting that disposable income toward this hobby or this whatever. And then when they run you off, they can't understand why they don't have that same money. And it's like, we are, we are a little off the topic of the yeah. thing, but, but yeah, it, it's one of the kind of thing when you say I'm a comic guy, I used to be a comic guy. I used to have a 40, 20 to $40 a week hat. Ain't about comic and God knows I'm on. I think Jason's in the same boat that I'm in. When's the yeah. last time you bought a comic, Jason? If you don't count trades, it's been years and years. 
Yeah. Now, I will buy the occasional trade, uh, usually of the older stuff, not always. Yeah, I'm, I'm bought a comic, man. God knows how. Yeah. A lot of the stuff I've read has been digital, and it's like only because the quality of a lot of the stuff has mm-hmm. gone. And well, I, now, I, if you I'm count gonna... digital comics, it had, it, well, it's still been a couple of years, but it hasn't been nearly as long. Because sometimes I'd get on Comicology and just buy, find me a 99 cent book. I wish to encourage this price point and, and buy a few of them. But yeah, that but I think that's the thing. If if you got fans in there, there's a there's a chance that it would improve. Especially if if if, if one of the ones is rumored is kind of hands on. But you know. Now the article I read did not did not mention who uh who all was involved in this group of of high roller fans. The rumor rumor that I saw from uh, Comic Pro Secrets, and and you can say what you want to about Van Skyver, he called this shit like months ago. Yeah. Anywhere from six months to a year ago, he was going, yeah, DC's getting ready to pack it up. Somebody's going to swoop in and get it. His His two, if they are correct, and I wrote them down just so. Well, one is easily. Uh, the first one would be Steve Jeppy. And while you probably don't know who he is, he's the one that owns Diamond. Oh, okay. And the second one is Robert Kirkman. You know, I wouldn't have thought I'd Kirkman be in big, big money, but given The Walking Dead and stuff, I guess he would be. Yep. Yeah, he, he has made his money and then some. From merchandising alone. And if you've got a guy that, you know, like, hey, I've got this, and I'm going to do this, and I've made a ton of money. You know what I could do with, some, with the Disney stuff? I mean, the DC stuff? You know, and yeah. Kirkman's Marvel stuff tended to be okay. Yeah, Kirkman's Marvel stuff was, yeah. was really good. So, you know, if if that rumor's true, if he was one of them, and if he was actually hands-on, because that's the trick is, you know, if you told me that, hell, DC, I mean, that uh, Jim Lee running the show at DC was going to suck, I wouldn't have believed it back then. But, you know, whoever, whoever comes in there and buys the damn thing, they're going to have to, they are going to have to get them a, a real good editor-in-chief, and I don't think any of them fuckers have that shit right now. That that's the problem at a, at a lot of you need places. somebody you need a, a, a yeah. editor in chief. You need somebody to come in and go no. Hey, I want to do tone. it. Yeah, kind of the overall yeah. tone. Yeah. Hey, I want to go do this. No, no, no. But back with DC, they have Infinite Frontier planned out or Z, number zero for March, and Infinite Frontier number one in July. So like, they already planned out to lack, you know, to go that far. Mm-hmm. So this isn't like some kind of immediate, you know, eject button happening. Until it is. DC can plan all they want to. A&T and T decides, you know what, screw it, we're just pulling the plug. Then the pull, then, you know, yeah. the plug is pulled. That has happened to companies before. Yeah. 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 Okay, that, that's happened to plenty of companies, you know, People. But again, that's that's also the rumor. The rumor is currently that Infinite Frontier, if it don't do gangbusters, yeah, that's probably lights out. Yeah. 
And of course, this is all rumor at this point. So you know. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's all rumor, it's all conjecture. But let's be honest, there's probably some truth to it because how many years have people been going? Why can't we go back to the pre-New 52 stuff? And mm-hmm. which was almost as soon as they did New 52. People start going, sweet God, can't we have the stuff yeah. was so much better before you did this? Yeah. And then like for rebirth, they gave you the pre-New 52 Superman is kind of a bone, but they just would not let that crap go. So that's that's always a hint and a half when you look and go, hey, they actually giving people what they asked for. You know, it's 10 years too damn late, but they finally gave it to you. For them to give it to you at all means that hell it they nuts in advice. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, to give you a good example of, of the quality of, of stuff before New 52, I saw I was reading a uh you had some guys, you know, on a on a message board that were talking about one of the guys his dad had gave him all the comics he had. And he said, you know, he had been reading the, the whatever the current stuff was, and then he started reading his dad's old stuff. And he just quit buying the new stuff and started going back and buying and filling in the holes of his dad's old collection because the stories were better. It was he, he was more entertained. And it's like, you know, in some cases, you know, you're paying double or triple the, 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 the cost of the book just to finish a story you're enjoying reading. But the trick is they already knew that because the the prints that they were putting out uh in Walmarts, yeah, it was old stuff. Yeah. And you'd had uh Dido basically goes, well, it's not making sense. The the reprints that we put out sell more than the current stuff. Yeah. Well, it, instead of that being a hit and a half. Yeah, it, it, they just it, shrugged their shoulders. It's a mystery for the ages. Yeah, and that's literally how, that's that's been that has been. You look at these pop the current like kind of pop culture heads. That's been their thing. The customer keeps going. We don't want this. We don't want this. And if they have the opportunity to get something old, they'll buy the hell out of it. And then everybody sits there and goes, well, why? I, I just can't understand. Why people would rather have this old stuff? Because your new shit sucks. Yep. Nobody has the brains of Coca-Cola. Danny, Jason may be older, but I know Danny and I are old enough to remember New Coke. They put out New Coke. They changed the formula, Coca-Cola. People drank it. was like, eh, I like his shit. And Coca-Cola went, oh, really? Well, here's Coca-Cola Classic. You like the old Coke? Yeah, we like the old Coke. Well, here's new Coke and old Coke. And now it's just Coca-Cola because new Coke went the way of the dinosaur. Except Coca-Cola Classic like wasn't the old Coke. It, still, it was still a changed formula. That's when they switched yeah. from using real sugar to corn syrup. Yeah, yeah. It just took but because you had new thing. Coke in between there... You didn't notice it as much. Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was also a small enough change that, yeah, it could go vaguely unnoticed since you hadn't had it in a while. Yeah. But it was still a step up from the new Coke. Now, whether that was an intentional something they did, which is there's some conspiracy, or whether it was just kind of, you know, happenstance. But... The trick is you gave people what they wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't want this. They didn't go, well, you should want this. This is better for you. They went, well, fuck it. You like the old stuff? Yeah, well, here. All right, so final thoughts. Truly classic Coke has cocaine in it. So. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts, so we can wrap this up. Uh, for me, I'm hoping this rumor is true. I'm hoping you've got a group of fans that's going give to it, give it a shot. They might not make it fly, 
uh, I remember cross-gen comics. You had a billionaire that was really into comics that started his up. And, you know, it wound up failing, even though he put out, even though his company put out some really good books. Uh, so it really depends on if the, if the guys doing this know what they're doing on the business side of things. You know, Kirkman may be a good writer. Does he know what he's doing on the business side? We'll have to find out. Uh, but I'm hopeful for it. What about y'all? I'm hopeful. I'm, I would hate to see a company as old as DC go the way of the Dodo. You know, I would like to see the, the universe uh, grow stronger, you know, and, and go back to, you know, a classic, you know, view of the, of the characters that we all, you know, grew up with. I don't mind new characters, but just don't screw up the classics. You know, that that's where your foundation is. Mm -hmm. And a house can't stand without a foundation. Neither Honestly, I hope that this is true. These fans buy it out and then run in a wildly different direction with it. Like run in the direction like the mask did. Where like when you have a story with a character, you do it. It sells gangbusters because it's a good story. And you leave it alone till you have another good story for it. More of a miniseries approach. Yeah, like you don't need to have a, you know, 16 continuous Batman books. Because, you know, both oversaturation and the fact that you just don't have as many people reading comic books. But if you just sit down and just keep making a quality product then you're not losing a bunch of money by trying to make a thousand products. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I, I hope they take it and then it is taken in a different direction to see if that can succeed. Todd? I prefer, uh, I prefer fans getting it over the other choices, especially Marvel. Marvel, I don't want Marvel to have books they've got. But yeah, it, you know, if... If you actually have somebody that loves the product, then I can hope for a Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Because that's the difference in it and the baseline Star Wars, is when you watch that, you can tell the people involved love it. So if you have owners that love it, maybe they'll act like they'll love it and they'll improve it instead of dragging it to the gutter like currently. So yeah, I... I I'm hoping somebody gets a hold of it that actually likes comics and likes those characters. Well, here's the hoping. So, if if you you listeners, if you've got an opinion on this, uh, or if you've heard something that we didn't bring up, let us know. You can reach us at thenerdeternal at gmail.com. You can reach us on Facebook. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter. You can reach us on Teespring. Well, we have a shop at Teespring. Which you can find by going to thenerdtone.com and hitting the little shop button at the top in the menu. So, let's see. I guess that wraps it up. I can't think of anything else we need to bring up. So, I guess we'll see y'all next time. Again, I was your host, the experienced some called Jason, and with me today has been... The Godfather. CVO113. The token sellout, Tarky. And we will talk to y'all next week. Jesus. <laughs>